Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Pleasure to be with you this week. Our guests today are my co-host, Dave Suki, is with us today. Dave, always a pleasure to have you with on the show. Good morning, Frank. So, Dave, over the last quarter, we've talked about a lot of topics. We've talked about saving, investing, rates of return, rates at what you save. And we started the year, though, talking about some goal setting and some planning. And because the show is called Discovering Responsible Wealth, and it comes off of the book that I had written a few years back calling, you know, Discovering Responsible Wealth, you know, 15 Principles That Will Change Your Life. When I did the book originally, the idea was is that we would talk about having a very balanced life. And I talked about what I refer to as the wealth building blocks, meaning that in order for you to have a happy, balanced life, that it was imperative that your faith, your family, health, purpose, and money was in alignment. You know, Proverbs tells us, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And when we think in terms of that quote, what we're saying is, is that you should be seeking wisdom and your heart needs to be right, your thinking needs to be right. And when we talk about goal planning, I was at a meeting recently and someone said to, to the audience and they said, does anybody know what percentage of people actually write down their goals or writes down what, you know, what their goals are. And I'm sitting there, I don't know, 5%, 10%. I'm, I'm wondering what the answer is going to be. I was shocked when they said less than 1% of people actually write down what their goals are. And when you think about that for a minute, it kind of would indicate then to you why it would be that so many people don't necessarily get out of life what they're looking for. And the reason why I bring that up is, is because if I don't clearly articulate what it is I want, I just then get whatever life gives me. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, what I think that we should start out talking about was, or is, is that, you know, what is it that we're trying to accomplish? What did the first quarter look like? And what does the next quarter look like? So, Dave, maybe you can just take a minute because you do planning for people for years, you know, same as I. I do more more years than you've done, but <laughs> you've been doing it for a lot of right, years at right, this point right. as well. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, because Dave and I both, you know, we come out of CNA Financial Group and, you know, we talk about everything's about coaching and advising, you know, where coaching makes a difference. And there's something to be said for that. So when you're talking to people and you're doing some goal setting, Dave, maybe just talk about, you know, where you're going with people, uh, how much time maybe you're spending on helping them to identify what it is that they want in life and some of their goals and so forth, and why is it important? Yep. Um, Frank, this, this is a majority of what we do spend our time doing, which is uh, uh, identifying first – we talked about this before – what what are they trying to accomplish? What's their purpose? What's their why? We've said it. You know what? What are the goals, both short term and long? You know, and you taught me this years ago. You know, things that we look to do in the long term sometimes don't work out real well in the short term, and vice versa, right? So, um, and we talk to clients with regards to their money, the same thing. You know, a strategy with with money can can have the same uh, impact. So, we're spending time on where are they at. You know where are they going, and now we're in the first quarter of a year, or, or the first quarter of the relationship with us. If I just met them, so um, it's really, you know, taking a pause and saying, are we on track? Right? Because oftentimes journeys that get off track tend to get off, maybe only off track a little bit in the beginning, but a little bit in the beginning can turn out to be a lot by the time you end up. 
And, you know, and just staying with that context as far as staying on track, you know, I gave an example um, this morning we were doing a, uh, a training over at our organization. And one of the things that I brought up was, you know, the significance of not only providing good advice to people, but also the ability to coach them. And when I was bringing that up, the reason why I was talking about that was is that if you look at any organization where they have pretty good success rates and so that you know uh, one that came up recently there said well weight watchers and they said well the reason why weight watchers is is been good for people is because there's a certain level of coaching that goes along with that which is it's not like they say okay here read the book and go and do it on your own or show up for one meeting and you're going to be good now for the rest of your life there's an ongoing process in order to keep people on track so when we think in terms of, you know, what I call, you know, the wealth building blocks, which is, you know, are you getting the life that you want? Is your life in balance? And if not, then what are we going to do or how do we get you on track? And so when we look and we say, geez, you know, we're coming up that here we are at the end of March and the first quarter is pretty much behind us now. And when we started talking in the shows back in January and December, we were saying, you know, hey, the gyms are full. Everybody's going to get in great shape. So January, first couple of weeks, the gyms were full. Everybody was showing up. And right after New Year's, everybody was like, okay, I'm going to cut out on the carbs. I'm going to be really good. And the question is, what happened? What happened on the physical side? What happened on your financial side, which is the ability you know, that we we're talking about, okay, we're going to save more. We're going to make better decisions. Or whatever the case might be, what occurs and what did or what didn't. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's good to – you know, to, to pause and take a you know a reflection on each one of those building blocks, Frank. Or have you have you fulfilled what you originally thought, or if you didn't write it down? Because if only one percent of the people write those goals down, there's not going to be a whole lot in the world you're going to visit with that do. Um, you know, it's it's good to just keep people. Coaches can keep people on track and keep them accountable. You know, and that's what um that's what we spend time doing. You know, it's, it's interesting there, you know, last Friday I was at a uh, conference. I was in Atlanta, you know, and that was where the 1% came up. And then, you know, they said something also interesting when we were sitting there. And it's things that, you know, kind of things that you know but you don't think about all the time. And they said the power of just putting a, an objective to writing is, is so significant because it, it's as if you memorialized your thought. You memorialized what it is that you want. And once you memorialize it, then what starts to happen is you start remembering more often because otherwise, you know, I, I, I look at it as, you know, our other partner upstairs, you know, Jim will go squirrel, which yeah. is, you know, life events occur and all of a sudden as we get distracted and it might be the next quarter. So when we bring this up at the end of May with all of our listeners and we go, okay, how'd you do on the second <laughs> quarter? And we go, geez, I haven't thought about it since the first quarter. And what occurs is that kind of, you know, when we go squirrel, which is life events and life taking place takes us off track. And if we didn't write this down and reference it once in a while, we're going to tend never to pay attention to this. And we're never going to be any different. And we're going to be sitting here 30 years later saying, geez, so how are you doing on those goals? They're going to say, what goals? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and that's, um, that's the key to anything, right? So in finance, Frank, we... With this time of year, we see a lot of people asking tax questions, right? 
finally getting started with hey it's on my list to do this year and I'm finally getting to it you know maybe two months later than they originally thought because um, clients will always ask me boy you guys must be real busy with tax stuff huh and you know the reality is yeah we are but we're we're busy with that stuff all throughout the year but we're we're almost busier with you know the fact that some people are finally getting to that list or some you know whatever whatever finances wherever it stood on that list in March and April of the year because it's, you know, it took them that long to just get motivated to do something about it. So if we summarize for our listeners what should be occurring right now, here, here's how I would tell you to take that snapshot. So it would be like if I said to you, okay, Dave, so first of all, did you write down what you wanted? And if the answer is yes, okay, great. Now, did we write them down in all, different, in all of the different wealth building blocks, which is, what, if anything, are you looking to accomplish as a matter of your faith, uh, spirituality, whatever it is that you're looking to do? What growth would you like to see this year? Then the same thing as far as family. You know, and say, when I say, you know, family, it might be just more time. You know, it's like and Dave sent me a very nice text picture on Friday. I was sitting in the airport. And he sent me a picture, and he goes, "This is what I'm doing this weekend." And Dave, maybe just share for a yeah, second it was the a, picture. It was picture of my daughter who was sitting getting about ready to get ready for a daddy daughter dance yeah so we had a big date weekend and my response to dave was is that was the best investment in time you can possibly make you should enjoy every minute of it and so when we think in terms of you know what's your family you know objective or whatever the case might be it might be the fact that you know you plan more time with family i mean we just you know yesterday you know we were sitting around having dinner and so forth old-fashioned italian family so obviously we're pretty good so (laughs) But we're turning, we're like, hey, let's plan our summer vacation. So, you know, we're, everybody's, you know, looking at their calendars, what works for everybody. Okay, great. And it's It's great. It's planning that time together because it matters. Yeah, that's absolutely great. Yeah. So when you think in terms of that, and then just a minute ago, you know, Dave, we mentioned the health side, which is, you know, the weather is finally starting to break a little bit. You know, I think that, you know, God willing, we are done with the snow for this year. I think we've heard enough of, oh, we got another snowfall coming. But when we think in terms of that health-wise, the ability to walk, what are you going to do differently? How are you going to get in shape? How are you going to take care of your body and your your physical health so that you have a better time and you feel better later? So that was, you know, as far as the health side, you know, what are you trying to do? And then we get into purpose a little bit and career. And Dave, maybe you want to shed a little light on some of that. Yeah, I mean, um, we talk often about what what is a client's best investment, what is their best asset, and and they know from from chatting with us and and um, the way we go about it is it's them, it's themselves. So career is very important. I mean, there's more people, Frank, you know, going to change careers over their working careers than stay in one career. You know, my my dad's generation, your your dad's generation, that didn't happen. Right? right. They had people they stayed, stayed in one the same career. Place, 30, 40, 50 years. That's not going to happen with the, the, the working force today. So if you're not happy, there is opportunity. And what are you doing about it? And then are you investing in the education or whatever the steps are um, to do that? That's all important. That's all in alignment with your money. You, you, you have the seed of the money to maybe get the harvest of the career and the education that the career provides, and uh, that makes a difference to all those other areas of your building blocks you know, and when your I, happiness too. When I hear you talk about career, you know, people go, well, you know, and, and I'll hear all different topics, but at the end of the day, we should always be looking at how we create value for others. 
And the higher the value is that you can create for somebody else, whether it be in your present career or, you know, whatever career you may be changing, or for some of our listeners who may be in retirement but not retiring, and we call that the encore career. So whatever it is you're going to be doing, okay, or if you really focus on creating value for others, the greater the value, the more satisfaction. But the other thing is we have a saying that money follows value, which is if so think of it like this. If I have a, a doctor or someone who's highly skilled and creates tremendous value, they're usually compensated very well for that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, compensation is two forms. It's, it could be money and it could be satisfaction. So yep. there's two types of compensation when we look at that. In fact, when we talk about career, I talk about purpose, which is how are you living that God-given gift that you've been given? You know, we call it that unique ability and are yeah. you utilizing it each day. Or, or that, you know, we chat about it's that sole purpose. Are you, what you, are you doing what you were born to do? That's a big question for a lot of people, Frank. Are you, That's yet, a great question, Dave. Yeah, we, we travel the world and, and meet some terrific people and you see it shine through them. They're doing what they feel like they were born to do. And it might be in, Frank, it might be in the economy. It might not be. We've met people that are just clients that are doing something in a business or an aspect of life that's they know they're born to do. That's great. Dave, it's a great insight that, that you're sharing with that. And it's interesting is, you know, I always kid is like generally speaking outside of work, I'm, I'm a relatively quiet person. But <laughs> once you get me started about what I do, Okay, then all of a sudden it's like people looking to go like, wow, you're really passionate about this. Like, well, that, <laughs> they, this is what I was meant to do. <laughs> and they realize what kind of a jokester you are. <laughs> hey, we've got to keep everybody laughing. Because you have yeah. fun doing it. That's yeah. why yeah, you know you're in the right place. Exactly. And then the last one you know, that we'll touch on is money. And because everything that you do in your life, money is going to play a part of it, whether it's charitable giving, whether it's – your church, whether it's your family, education, retirement, whatever the case might be, and are you being a good steward of what you've been given? And when we talk about being a good steward is, you know, I always say is is the challenge is is that I can live for today and never plan for tomorrow. But, you know, we've been saying for several months now is that we work for what reason? Well, uh, (laughs) cash flow. Cash flow, Frank, yeah. And we've said many times that cash flow – at some point, we'll stop, okay? And it's either going to stop voluntarily, which we call retirement, or it's going to stop due to a life event that occurs, a change in your industry, technology, a disability, a loss. It could be any sure, reason that sure. it stops. And the reality is, is if I didn't do my planning today for my future, if and when that cash flow stops, I'll either be prepared and life will be okay, or I'll be devastated. And what we say is is that in our responsibility, when we look at what is our calling, is, yeah. you know, Dave Very and cool. I, we look and we go, our calling is to protect cash flow in the event of any and every circumstance to make sure that you're going to be okay because cash flow is really the key to everything that you do. Yeah, uh, Frank, absolutely. You know, I was watching real quick. I'll share the History Channel over the weekend, and um, they were talking about John Rockefeller. And and Vanderbilt and, and the um, I guess the dynamic they had and I studied it in school and I, the History Channel did a great job in how they they portrayed the story and how Rockefeller was an innovator in his thinking with with oil and gas and how he transported it and it was he hit you know he talked about investing in himself and investing in his people and his company 
and you know, he said human beings are the best investment. That's where and innovation I, comes from, and that's where the nation came from. You know, so he, you know, and and that's there's a name in our country that's you know uh, one of the wealthiest families to ever ever you know step foot. It's a great point. So you know, as we start coming to a close on our show, my advice to all of our listeners and what I'm challenging you to do is really you know as you look at the last quarter, you know what did you do well, what did you do not as well as you'd like. And if you couldn't fail, what would you do differently? And then my suggestion would be is plan out the next quarter. Where can you make improvements in your life that will get you closer to the life that you want? Pretty fair? Dave, yeah, pretty else fair. Like uh, no, do? absolutely. And it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a great point. So as we wrap up this week's show, for all of our listeners, we wish you a truly blessed week. You've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. David Suki has been our guest today, co-hosting with me. This has been Frank Angelos. If you have any questions, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at com.